Live from Southern California. California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is July 12, 2021. Welcome back. It's long time no see. Uh, we're back, back in studio from our wonderful, fabulous trip to Las Vegas uh, to celebrate Slightly's uh, four-year anniversary. Yes, four long years. Well, I say long, but time flies when you're having fun. Uh, had a great time. I missed all of you. Uh, you guys were in my thoughts and all that. And, uh, you know, it was a pretty, pretty good, uh, vacation. It's kind of started off a little bumpy. Uh, you know, I had tried to make it a very special occasion for the, <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> um, is, I'm now in the fan no... club. Oh, wow. They're, everyone's joining the fan club. So uh, for all those, I'm already in Germany. I appreciate the, uh, the welcome to the super fan club. And uh, I have to double check because it's either Lady Me or I guess it could be Mr. Uh, Ralph Williams. Uh, they were the first. And so I got I to gotta figure out who uh, popped the cherry on being the s- number one super fan uh, for Slightly. Uh, I guess for each category, since you know there's so many genders out there, I guess I could say Ralph was my first male and Lady Me was my first as a female. So congratulations mm-hmm. to all of you guys. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what we have. Hey, I think with the Podbean podcasters getting like the fan clubs, I bet by tomorrow, Milt Dogs is going to be popping. Oh, Milt Dogs, he's going to have like hundreds of fan clubs. Uh, uh, I know, right? Yeah, and he deserves it. I love that guy. He's a, a great guy. Uh, you can catch him, she's uh, two to three times a day. And it's always uh, multiple times. Yeah. Exactly. But anyways, uh, getting back to Las Vegas, had a great time. Uh, You know, the 4th of July, we left uh, early that morning to try to catch uh, the 4th of July fireworks. I actually uh, spent, I think it was like $40 uh, a piece for tickets to go up into uh, over at the Stratosphere. I don't know. It's kind of like the Seattle. uh, I don't know what the hell that thing. Space Needle. Space Needle. It kind of resembles that. And so I figured, hell, it would be very cool to get on top of the... uh, stratosphere at the very top and overlook the entire strip as fireworks were going off. And so we got tickets for that and we arrived, I don't know, around eight 25 and uh, we got uh, in line because apparently you have to go to the kiosk to get your ticket. And guess what I was met with? And it's kind of like the story of my life. It really is. And so I get to the counter to receive my ticket to go up into the elevator to get to the top. And they said, oh, sorry, we overbooked. You're SOL. And for those of you in, that live in a basement with Biden, SOL means you're shit out of luck. I was pissed. I have like 20 minutes left to go before fireworks are going off, and I got no place to watch them. I was, uh, I was not a very happy camper. I uh, asked to speak with the manager, and pretty much, bottom line, all I could do was say, we're sorry. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I, that's kind of what I, that was like the rated G of what I told them. But anyways, we made the best of it. We hopped back in the SUV, head down the, the uh, Las Vegas strip and drove like one mile per hour 
down the strip to watch the fireworks. And it was a pretty neat show. I uh, had a great time there. We checked out the uh, brand new uh, resort, which was called Resorts World. And it's kind of like three different hotels on one property. You have like the Hilton and a couple other, you know, in my, in my mind, no-name hotels. Uh, and it was kind of interesting how they set that up. It's a huge property. I don't know if I, uh, I don't know. It's okay. I, I don't have, it's not like the Bellagio or the Venetian. It's not a must-go-see. Um, you know, they haven't even, the sad part is they haven't even sold out their hotel rooms. And for a brand new casino and resort, that's somewhat surprising. But at the same time, I've looked into the rooms there and I don't know, they're not too much to speak of, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, standard room type. But uh, other, than, other than that, did a little bit of gambling. Uh, Producer Eric didn't, didn't win too much. The slots were like tighter than an mm-hmm. Tighter than an 18-year-old. Uh, um, uh, I lost. We didn't lose a lot of money, but we could not hit a damn thing. Uh, the last day of the trip, we hit something for like 100 bucks, and But we didn't spend too much gambling, but we did spend a hell of a lot of money eating out. And uh, there was, I'm telling you, if you've never been to Las Vegas, bring an appetite because they have some amazing food at many of the different restaurants on the Strip. And you can find some awesome places off the strip, too. Uh, I really enjoyed that. We actually found this one. It was not food. It was actually kind of a dessert. They have like an alcoholic. Not, I shouldn't say alcoholic. They have a, a gelato that is infused with alcohol. It was very interesting. Uh, and it was actually pretty refreshing because while we were out there, it was like, on average, 115 degrees. Oh. I don't do very well in 100, 100 plus degree temperatures. Uh, that's why I stay mostly indoors and air conditioning. And uh, there's one day that we spent at the pool. We did the cabana thing, which uh, the water, I'm telling you, even the water didn't cool you down because the water in the pool was probably 83 to 85 degrees. <laughs> it was crazy. And uh, I'm telling you one thing, though. Can you imagine? You know, you know how the uh, places have bottles of water, Eric? Uh-huh. You know, they're, you know, they're kind of like this size right here. And, uh, you know, think of the half the size. So maybe like that much. Right. And well, we got a bucket of 10, uh, no, five of these of that size. And a bucket of ice for $10. Oh, I'm telling you, they're making hand over fist out there. No matter what. If you're not gambling, they're raping you on the water. <laughs> I'm telling you. Anyways, uh, it's pretty crazy, and uh, but we had a good time. Um, it was good to get away. Had a lot of uh, drama, I guess you could say. Uh, you know, while I was away, my other business partner, one of the companies that uh, I'm uh, associated with, she was out in, uh, I think, in Michigan, and she contracted COVID nineteen prior to leaving. And uh, oh my goodness, yeah, so she's been not doing very well. She is back on the mend, thank God. Uh, she was, I, t- I spoke with her very briefly for like 30 minutes today. She's after two weeks, she feels around 35 to 40 percent better. So, uh, thoughts are going out to her to continue to get better. Uh, because that would be oh my goodness, that would be a nightmare if uh, anything happened to her. So, thankfully, she's doing well. Uh, apparently, you know, she, she thinks that it, she got the Delta variant. And the reason why she says that 
is that she didn't have the symptoms of the sore throat, no fever, um, but she was throwing up a lot, like uncontrollably. And uh, that and uh, what else? Uh, you know, she was shivering and all that. She had. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't know what, what the hell. Thankfully, she didn't pass it on to me. That's because I think I'd seen her like a day or two before she left town. But uh, hopefully she still continues to rest. She plans on being back. She got a uh, COVID test today and uh, she proved uh, her test came out negative. So she's going to try to hop on a plane on Wednesday and get back to San Diego from the East Coast. So uh, she did not get the shot. Um, and actually, you might all be wondering, she was, she was pretty much on board like I am uh, as far as there's no way in hell I'm getting it. Uh, there will be a way if, you know, eventually the FDA wants to do a little bit more in-depth research and give it a full 100% go. But like I said, with all of the crap coming up, I mean, even today, it looks like the FDA is going to continue to put additional warnings on the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And uh, so, you know, uh, at the same time, uh, all of these, everyone is saying how safe it is. I'm sorry, but I think that these uh, manufacturers and even the government uh, should be held liable for basically, uh, you know, they're, they're lying to you. They're lying to society. These vaccines are not safe. Safe to me is that there's absolutely nothing can go wrong. If something can go wrong, if there's side effects, then that means it's not safe. And uh, it's, uh, that's, my, that's my issue with that. But no, she did not get the vaccine. However, talking with her this afternoon, she states to me that, you know what? She's like, if uh, I had to do it over again. She would definitely get a, a vaccine. And she even saying that she's going to go ahead and get the vaccine when she, as soon as she can. And even uh, I had reached out to her and I said, well, you already got COVID. Why get the vaccine? You should have immunity to anything else. And she's like, I don't give a shit. Uh, I'll still get a vaccine. <laughs> so, you know, and, and like I've said to, to all of our audience and stuff like that, um, I don't suggest people not getting it. All I do is suggest that people do their research and do with what they feel is best for them. So you uh, determine that what's best for you and your family. You go about your business and do it. Do you do you? You know what I mean? Have you gotten the vaccine yet, Eric? No, I haven't. Um, and I'm not not planning to at this time. Um, you know, just you know, I'm just like not really. Convinced that I want it. Yeah. Um. Our good friend uh, Ralph Williams asked. So she got the the regular flu, and you could uh, no. It was a lot. It was a lot worse than the flu because, like I said, she was she was vomiting uncontrollably. Uh, not until she got uh, to see a doctor, they gave her some medication to stop vomiting, and uh, she was hardly able to keep anything down. So. You know, it's uh, one of those things to where I don't think it has, I think it is a little bit more than just the flu, but, uh, you know, she's doing better and that's what matters uh, at, at the current moment. So we'll see what happens. And uh looks like uh, we have, uh, let's see. Okay, we got that. All right. Just checking things out, trying to get back into the groove of things here, folks. So uh not sure where uh, our good friend Pert is tonight, but uh I have been in touch with him. And uh, we 
we have a lot to get to, more than we're going to uh, be able to finish off. I know last week we didn't do any uh, trivia since we were gone, so we'll be planning on doing some trivia Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. And mm-hmm. uh, who knows? Uh, we'll have uh, Hopefully we'll have someone beat Pertwee because it's almost like he's un- unstoppable. Welcome to the uh, show there. Chris Unplugged, good to see you. And uh, you had uh, Chris Unplugged. I peeked in on his show. You were amazing. Mm-hmm. Not yet, up to almost 40 people live. So, congratulations on that contingent success. And uh, let's see. So, I have a whole bucket of things. I don't know where we should start, but I'm thinking the, the first place uh, we should start. And I don't have the uh, news article in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeremy's here. Welcome, Jeremy. How yeah. are you? Uh, <laughs> are you going to start where I think you're going to start? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm looking for my article right now, but uh, I was thinking it, we're, we're going to start with old news. We we need to play a little catch up. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's pretty big. But uh, the first thing I was uh, going to talk about was how President Trump came out last week and said how he's going to be going after a fascist book, YouTube and all them fuckers. But I know I know where you want to where you would like to start. Oh. You have some uh, somewhat uh, some breaking news, or I, from what I understand. Oh, it's not breaking, not anymore. People should know about it. Well, and what is that? Joe Biden's going to be looking at your text messages. Oh yeah, how about that, everybody? Did everybody hear about that? So not only not only are they going to be going knocking door to door to see if you've gotten the vaccine, but they're going to be looking at your text messages. From what I understand, is that correct? Yeah, they're going to be they're going to then uh, the Democratic National Committee, DNC, and uh, several other groups, probably the Open Society Foundation. You know, George Soros. Mm-hmm. They're going to be uh, partnering with SMS providers, your telephone company. To weed out text messages that plug vaccine misinformation. So what is vaccine misinformation, though? That's, that's, that's what I want to know. Anything that state-run media doesn't tell you to do. He, they're admitting that CNN, Fox, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, they pretty much just admitted, and this comes from Politico, by the way. This isn't no One America News story. Okay. It, the, uh, Politico came out with this, and you know that fucker Fauci. Uh, they're wanting to partner with social media and SMS providers to combat COVID misinformation. But it's not necessarily misinformation. It's information that it it's information that they don't want people to hear or know about. Yep. So I think, you know, that's that's what the story is. It's not about, oh, misinformation, because there's a lot of pertinent information, just like how the vaccine is not safe. But according to them, that would be misinformation. It is safe and you shall take it. Oh, dude, I was so pissed earlier. Kamala Harris got up on like I was on TikTok or whatever. I just got through with the live. I did a TikTok live earlier, right? Okay. so. I just got off TikTok Live and I closed the app out and then I had a few minutes to spare. So I just kicked back and I was like, hey, I'm going to watch a few TikToks and sit here and laugh. So I closed the app out. And the first thing pops up is Yahoo News is live on TikTok with Vice President Kamala Harris 
and she's talking about how the most Christian and biblical thing you can do is to take the vaccine. <sighs> you know, you know, as far as you know, how the government's basically just trying to do anything and everything they can to force it down your throat or into your DNA, the vaccine I'm talking about. It, it amazes me. You know, California recently released 60 plus thousand criminals from prisons, all in the name of COVID-19. Now, the, the government wants people to take it so bad. Why didn't they just keep those fuckers locked up and just mandate that they inject them? Keep them where they belong, behind bars. But going back to you know the story of you saying how they're going to be checking your text messages for misinformation, you know, add on to that how people are going to be going door to door, be asking you about have you been vaccinated? At what point, uh, you know, what's going to stop them from going door to door uh, inquiring about your guns? I mean, that's next. They might be inquiring about somebody's guns when they walk on their private property where it says posted no trespassing because. Uh, in the state of Alabama and probably in a lot of other states, all private property, all, all property is private property and does not even have to have a no trespassing sign. You better not go anywhere without having the person's permission to go on their property. Yeah, that's one of the things uh, Mary uh, was uh, in chat over on Podbean says uh, what they have what they have done is grouped with the phone companies and let everyone who wanted apply for the BB paid by Biden. Now they have access to a bunch of people's accounts along with their spy craft. And yeah, what, the other thing Mary was saying is everyone needs to be putting up their no trespassing signs. Yeah, that, that, that I, from, and I've heard other, other people saying the same thing that uh, Americans all across the country are starting to put do not trespass on the property. It'll be interesting to see whether the government abides by that or not, because they can do whatever the hell they want. You don't, you don't have to have it in Alabama. I don't know about any other states, but in Alabama, all property is considered private property. And if you're not invited there, you better not step on their property, because if they feel threatened for, of their life by you, if they feel threatened, it's a castle doctrine state, too. You have a right to defend your property and yourself. Yeah, well, and and you know, we want to remind everybody because everybody is in different states all across this country that your laws might be different. So make sure you check into that. Don't be the, like just shooting people without your trespassing signs. <laughs> well, you have to. Now, I want yeah, since you're on the line, real quick, Jeremy. Uh, CPAC happened over the past weekend, right? And yeah. from what I heard, President Trump received about seventy percent support to be a, a nominee in 2024. And DeSantis, I think, got around, what is it, 19 or 29%? Yeah. So like I've been saying over the past few months, a Trump-DeSantis ticket, I think, is where it's at for the Republican Party. What do you think about that? Nah, he doesn't need DeSantis in 24. You need DeSantis in 28. You need, you need DeSantis to be the governor of Florida because, I mean, my God, who, who's going to run? Who's going to in 24? And, hey— I know you're talking about conspiracy when I say stuff like this, <laughs> but who's to say old Trumpy baby's not sitting back in that good old house up there that's made of white before 24? You never know. Yeah. <sighs> we need, you know what we need uh, on our show? We, we, whenever you come on, we'll play like a uh, 
and maybe producer Eric, maybe you can uh, look something up for us. Uh, some type of conspiracy music for us while uh, Jeremy. Oh. <laughs> no, it's not. And I, and I obviously I say that out of respect. I, I love you as a good friend and all that. Oh, um, I, I know. But listen, dude, this is, this, this is what's funny. You know what they're doing in the Arizona audit right now? What are they doing? Because I thought we were going to hear what, what the results were like last week. They found so much. Uh, this comes from a really good source, by the way. This is somebody I talked to just today. The, they found so much shit wrong in the Maricopa County that the election officials couldn't believe it. So they had them run them. They're having to run the ballots back through the machines one more time. So when the liberal media comes out and says, no, 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 they didn't do this. They want 100 percent proof to where they don't have to go back and do it again. And they're taking their time on this because it was so much that was messed up. The first, like it, 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 like it's terrible. I'm telling you, when you see those re election results in Arizona, when that forensic audit hits, I'm telling you, you're going to be like, what in the hell did I just see? But the question remains to me is, okay, we get the results. We know what we're, we're, I mean, let's, let's face it. We're, we are going to know once they release the results, how fixed this election was, in, at least in the state of Arizona. Now, what, what happens after that? Pennsylvania is mean, doing their audit. Who's going to be held accountable for this? That's what I want to know. I mean, we're spending millions of dollars to find out what we already know, that there was fraud in this election. Uh, and uh, YouTube will probably give us another strike for saying that, but fuck them. Um, <laughs> oh, you've already crossed that line when you were talking about the, about the jab. Yeah, well, well, um, but speaking of like Facebook and YouTube, in the event that they d decide to that to take us off or we disappear from there again, we're just going to remind friends to sign up for D Live and or Twitch. Yeah, make sure you uh, check us out over there because and the Rumble link is coming up soon for if you want to find some best published episodes. Yeah, it's it's only a matter of time before YouTube just flat out removes us. So that's why we have uh, following over on dlive.tv forward slash slightly underscore serious. So make sure you YouTubers that are over there, uh, follow us over there on DLive. That's that's what we're at anyways. And uh, but yeah, that's what that's the whole thing. I want some accountability. Uh, you know, it's kind of like, you know, recently as you know, we talk about accountability, uh, Information that I've been reading over the past 24 hours is that, you know, allegedly we know who murdered Ashley Babbitt. And that uh, that man appears to be Lieutenant Bird. Uh, and, you know, apparently he is in hiding at this present time. <laughs> um, I, I don't know why, you know, I guess the biggest question to me is this. I don't give a shit who, what color, male, female shot an unarmed American. What baffles me is the fact that all across our country, whenever an officer has shot and killed somebody right away, right away, the news media and like all of society knows exactly who the hell the cop is. They know their name. They know hell. They even get to their address and start intimidating their family members, which I don't agree with at all. Now, you know, the uh, Capitol Police and the rest of them are saying, oh, well, we don't want to say anything because it might jeopardize, put his life in, in danger. Well, wouldn't that be the same circumstance in every other case across America when a, an officer shoots and kills somebody? 
something doesn't make sense to me. There's a reason they're hiding that. And I'll leave that, like I said, I'll leave that up to your conjecture. I have my own opinions about it. Why? But I would like to hear what you guys' opinion is on that. Why, you know, like I said, put aside everything. There's no reason whatsoever she was unarmed. What? She broke into the Capitol? Big fucking deal. It's not like she had an AK-47 or any other, like, weapons that was threatening anybody's life. Uh, there was no – and there needs to be accountability there. And I, I would love to know why the hell whoever the police officer is – and like I said, there's, it's alleged that uh, it's Lieutenant Byrd. Why hasn't he been arrested? Why hasn't he been charged with murder? I guarantee you, if circumstances were different, wink, wink, you all know what I mean without me having to say it, that officer, whoever it was, their ass would be imprisoned at this very second. Yet six months later, after the death of Ashley Babbitt, there's not one single person being charged. Double standard, anybody? Sounds like it. Wrong color. Wrong color, and I'm not talking about skin color. I'm talking about the colors of the parties. Yeah. This <laughs> is essentially it. That's, that's why. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if it, if it were a, a conservative person that shot and killed a Democratic-type person, that, that probably would be uh, – there would already be – if there wasn't accountability, there would be, quote-unquote, yours and I, my favorite word, peaceful protesting going on around the country, right? But are you shocked, though, because a Bernie supporter went up and shot, went and shot Steve Scalise at a baseball game, and they, they never said anything about it. They just said Steve Scalise had been shot, and the media hid the fact that it was a Bernie Sanders supporter. He worked for the Sanders campaign. Yeah, it's not a surprise. Like I said, double standard. It's okay. It's, it's kind of like how the media and everybody else in this country is, uh, you know, in, in the respect of racism. Uh, right now, you can get away with uh, being racist toward white people. No problem. That's accepted. But God forbid uh, someone say anything, uh, you know, the other side of things, because uh, that's that's still not allowed. You know, you all know my my uh, feelings on that is that racism, no matter towards which race it is, doesn't has there's no need for it in our society now. Is it going to stop? No, it's not going to stop. We all know that it's not going to stop. You'd be absurd to think that. You might as well fucking be high on whatever drug of choice you're on because it's never going to happen, unfortunately. I mean, there was, and I, I'm not prepared to show it to you t tonight, but I was reading a, uh, an article and watched some video. There was a, a, a white male, and I don't know how this came about, but he went over to a, uh, a another man's uh, home and basically becoming a, a just a total racist bigot, total jerk off. And apparently he doxed himself. I don't know if you guys had heard about that story or not. Anybody hear about that? He was a, he was a self-proclaimed drug dealer. He's like, oh, you can't do shit. The uh, cops in our community, they know who I am. I'm in good with them. You're just an in this and in that and blah, blah, blah. Total. Total dumbass. Well, anyways, he was so arrogant and pompous with this fucking idiot. 
are with this guy. The white guy is the fucking idiot, by the way. He said, you want a piece of this and this and that and the other? You come to my address. And he like blurts out his address, right? <laughs> That's how fucking stupid he is. Because you know what? Eventually what happened was like a mob of people showed up at this guy's house. And the police never arrested him until this mob showed up at the guy's address. And the, uh, the police arrived. They went there to arrest him. But the thing about it was, is the thing that pissed me off, I have no problem that they arrested the guy. And, but the problem that I had was, as police officers were escorting the guy out, the douchebags that were in that crowd, and I call them douchebags, for the, for the simple fact that they thought it was a great idea to assault the police officers and the suspect that was going into, into custody by throwing different objects at them. I mean, like I said, I, I don't, uh, as far as racism is concerned, you all know how I feel about that. But just because someone's a racist bigot doesn't give you the right to be throwing shit at them, in addition to throwing things at the police officers that are arresting the guy. It's just amazing. But, uh, yeah. Speaking yeah. of stu stupid reporters, uh, Speaking of stupid before reporters before I got, cause I got to run, I got a funny story I've got to share with you just so you'll love, just so I'll leave you on a happy note for once. What do you got? So there's a story that was brought to me. You know, the whole deal about that. Yes. Okay. So I reached out to this very, very well-known reporter. Mm-hmm. And so I just called this person because I'm not going to reveal if it's a male or a female. I called this person on their personal cell phone number. And they didn't answer. But on their voicemail, it said, this is so-and-so, leave a message. And so their voicemail was full. Okay. Couldn't leave a message. So I messaged the person and I said, is this so-and-so? And they said, who's asking? And I told them my name because I've got nothing to hide. Right. And uh, they were like, no, this is not them, but uh, I can, uh, I can get, certainly get a message to that person. And I was like, okay, uh, then why does the voicemail? I was like, you know what? Never mind. They were like, how did you get this number? I said, <laughs> how do you, I mean... Do you be, okay. <laughs> how did you get my number? Like you stupid motherfucker. I just called you with potentially the biggest fucking story you're ever going to have. And you're more concerned about how I got your number. I just told you my name. You can type in my name on Twitter. You can see who's fucking following me and obviously tell it's a real Twitter account. Right. Okay. So. I mean, once you once you go to my website, you know, because it's linked up there. If you want to really know if I'm real, you click the website. It tells you where I'm from. The area code matches where I'm from. And so I normally don't call people from my regular stuff. I, I mean, people don't know this, but I've got three or four different numbers. I could have easily called them on any number. But I called them on my personal number. I want them to know it's me. Hell, if they've got caller ID, because you can purchase that through most most telephone subscribers, it right. pops up my name, Jeremy Cummins, that I'm calling. 
So I'm sitting there and I'm telling them and they're like, I'll screenshot this and send it to them. I'm like, are we still playing this stupid fucking game that this is not you? <laughs> and, they, and they were like, oh, uh, uh, no. And I'm like, I was like, you think I'm going to dox you or some shit? I was like, I'm giving you this big fucking story, but obviously I can tell you're the biggest dumbass I've ever dealt with. Oh my God. That's oh, crazy. dude, they were terrible. Like they were so sketchy. Like they were so like, Ooh, I'm a little rad. I got to hide. Like, you dumb motherfucker, you're on television every day, and you're worried about me calling you? Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's oh, dude, it was terrible. Oh, my God. I, I, I'll send you. I'll, 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 after you're done tonight, I'll, I'll make sure you know who it is. But Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I'd definitely be interested. And in, uh, we got to work on that other thing that you shared with me. I'm, I'm very interested to know what that's about. But uh, we'll uh, see what that's. We'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see what that's about. But that's what I was calling them about. Right, right. Yeah, no, I get that. I mean, I mean, you're even wanting to work on it. I mean, good lord, who wouldn't want to work on this story? Yeah, that's a it's a huge story, and uh, we'll we'll have to dig into it a little bit more. All right, brother. Well, I got to run. I just wanted to give you something to make you laugh a little bit. I appreciate that, brother. You have a good rest of your night, and All right, you too. See you again. Soon. Well, um, well, and I think it's also that time, James that we've got to take our first commercial break of the evening. Oh, my God. Already? Unbelievable. All right. Well, we'll take our first break. Uh, it's about that time. We'll yeah. come back. Get into Manic Monday. And uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to The Slightly Serious Show on a Monday. You've been listening to The Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, then offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right, we're back. And, uh, you know, I have so many um, emails from uh, the past week. Mm-hmm. But I do, I do want to touch on the uh, entire thing as far as Trump being uh, going after social media right. companies, such as YouTube, fascist book. I mean, for Christ's sake, over the weekend at the CPAC, I mean, they turned off Trump on one of uh, a YouTube channel. I mean, that's how, oh, yeah. that's how scared they are. Well, you know, you've already had YouTube ban Rumble you know, over there. And, um, you know, and, um, and, and if anybody's watching on the video feed, you'll probably see me blowing up the chats on YouTube, DLive, Twitch, and Facebook, let, letting people know that in the event, like I said, we disappear from YouTube and Facebook. We still got D, DLive and, and Twitch, and we've also still got Rumble. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I, I'm not worried. That's why we're back on YouTube. If they want to block us again, by all means, do what you feel you got to do. Uh, you know, everyone knows how far left you and your fascist people at uh, your company are. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. have avenues no matter what you want to do. So uh, that's why we've kind of that's why we're on so many different platforms. And because uh, at the end of the day, the biggest thing is, is that people need to hear the truth. And, you know, whether you agree with our thoughts or not, that's that's another story and that's okay. But no matter what, whether someone agrees with us or not, any social media tech company should have no fear of allowing people to voice what their thoughts are. That's what makes this country so great. And if you don't like it, why have a a freaking platform? I mean, yeah. I mean, we all know it's just to get people on there so you can make advertising dollars. I get that. 
I mean, it's a company. You need to make money. But at the same time, uh, you know, you're all about equity, aren't you? About equality and all this and that. What's the uh, what's the equality to where you only show one side of things? And uh, what are you afraid of? You're afraid of the truth, I think. That's, yeah. you know, either that or, you know, you just have uh, your government uh, officials basically, uh, you know, putting a little cash oil on the side into your pockets. I don't know. I mean, we know y'all, we all know you get benefits and breaks from the government, but by all means, I mean, you should be all about the people in this country. But apparently they have other ideas, producer Eric. I don't know. But there was a, uh, I know uh, Pert had sent me something, a, a feel good, because we need some feel good moments in our once in a while over on D Live, because, you know, we get so, so many times throughout our show, we have, I don't know, it's, it seems like it's always negative type stuff that we talk about. So on occasion, I like to, you know, kind of, you know, make it, I don't know, make it a little bit more friendly, a little, Nice little moments through our show instead of it being so so horrible all the time. And uh, I don't know when you get worked up for you uh, over the, you over there on D Live. Here's a little uh, a little something just uh, you know the dog and playing with butterflies. It's so relaxing, so nice. <sighs> These types of videos are very good when you're you know your blood pressure is rising. You're pissed off about life. You're pissed off about your government. And you think, what else is next? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what's, what, what else could be next. And it, this is going very off script of where, where I wanted to talk about tonight. But, you know, this uh, over the past 24, 48 hours, you know, we've had, uh, you know, the people over in Cuba, right? They're out there protesting peacefully, I think. I don't, I, you know, their, their thoughts of peaceful protesting don't involve burning shit down like here in America. But you have uh, the people of Cuba, you know, the wonderful communist nation of Cuba out there. Basically, you know, you have a lot of people waving American flags and the left here wants to say that, oh, they are. They're protesting because there's a lack of food and there's a lack of COVID-19 vaccines. Not buying that. And yes, the, the gray area also adds that their government is shooting their own people on the streets, the ones that are protesting peacefully, might I, may I remind you. Peaceful protesters, and the government's just taking them off one by one. No problem. No big deal. It's okay to shoot their citizens. They have no problem with that. But how is it? I don't buy it one, what, whatsoever. The people out there are not protesting because there's a lack of COVID-19 vaccines. I guarantee you that. And our government is like, oh, well, we'll send you some vaccines. We'll make it all better. They want, they want freedom is what they want. You have people in the streets waving American flags, wishing that they could have the freedoms that we have or once had. Because, as you know, over the past couple of years, they've been kind of being stripped away piece by piece. things continue the way they are as they are going right now in this country, this country could be end up and wind up like Cuba. Think about that. You have people in Cuba 
basically begging for freedom. If they had half the freedoms that we had, they would love it. So I wonder, you know, I wonder what, I don't give a shit what Joe Biden's going to say because he's already made a couple of comments this afternoon and this morning. And he's, uh, and I should research it, but I basically, he's saying that he stands with the people of Cuba, that they have rights. It's amazing how the president of this country, and I use that term very loosely, how he believes citizens of another country have rights and we should hear what they have to say. Well, Joe, why don't you listen to what the people in this country, you know, the country that you're supposedly the leader of, because there's a lot of things that you are doing, you and your administration and your leftist liberals that are an inch away from being big time communists have to say, because we don't want it. Nobody wants it, but you want to force it down the American's throat. Mary, Mary says Tampa stood with Cuba. They want basic stuff, not COVID jabs. Exactly. You talk to the people over in Cuba, I guarantee you they're not going to say, oh, we're out here protesting because we don't have enough needles for jabs. That's, they don't they could give two shits about that. I mean, maybe some might. I mean, after all, hell, the people here in this country, they, they were like begging for, some people were begging for the vaccine, even, even if it were to kill them. But the majority of people in Cuba are not on the streets because they don't have a vaccine. Hell, half of them are probably joyful that there isn't one. That's just my, I'm just throwing that out there. That's just my conjecture. Conjecture. And uh, Mike says, and I believe the American people too will stand for her again. Um, he still believes in our great country's values and believes in America's vision. But what is America's vision right now, Mike? That's what I want to know. I mean, we know what our government's vision for this country is. But are they, is it too late? Are current Americans kind of lost into the propaganda that's been spread all across this nation? Anyways, um, so hopefully things for the people of Cuba get better. My heart goes out to them. I, I wish them much better government and everything else. And I was hoping to wait for Pertwee for my next story. And maybe I will. I don't know. We'll see. What do you think about uh, what's going on in Cuba? Do you agree with me, Eric? Or do you think uh, it has to do with... You know, they're well, I mean, it, I mean, it's a, a very interesting development. I mean, I um, saw chat about it today in the Freethink group message. Um, that, that could this be a repeat of like the 1994 refugee crisis? Yeah, there's well, they're saying that the, the protesting and all that that's been going on is uh, it hasn't been this bad since 1994. Mm-hmm. And uh, that uh, it's it's pretty crazy. And uh, hopefully, like I said, hopefully, I just hope things get better. And uh, we'll see what happens. We'll keep an eye on what uh, what developments happen over there in Cuba. And uh, hopefully, things get better for them. That's all I have to say about that. So this next story, I have a video. 
this is this is how bad things are getting here in the United States. And basically, it's going to be a video. And uh, for those of you that are not on D Live, um, it's a video, so it's probably important for you to go over onto D Live. I'll do my best to do a play by play of the uh, video. But basically, it is a uh, mother and what appears to be her son. And uh, mom's on a bicycle. And uh, the kid's on a little scooter, right? And they're just going, you know, riding, taking a ride down the, the neighborhood, just chilling. It looks like it's a beautiful day out. You know, the kid's got, uh, you know, his helmet on, a white, nice white T-shirt and whatnot. And mom is a little bit ahead of him. And as you'll see, apparently someone in the neighborhood has an American flag right in the corner, right in the grass. And as they drive by, the little kid, the little shit, as I'll refer to him, he decides to stop. And you know what he does? He, he, he rips the American flag out of the ground and then just fucking tosses it onto the sidewalk. And his mom is just, you know, it's not like his mom kept going. Mom stops. She watches everything he's doing. But that's 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 what's being acceptable in our in our nation now. I mean, doesn't that kind of piss you off? I mean, the kid might as well have gotten, you know, asked mom for a lighter and burnt the fucking thing. I mean, it would have been the same thing. But it's, uh, you know, uh, when I saw this, uh, I, I responded to it. I said, uh, it looks like a little kid needs uh, an ass whooping. But, uh, you know, apparently parents don't know how to parent anymore in our country. I don't know. Very, 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 very bothersome to me. But I wanted to share that with you as well. And uh, it's very disrespectful, and especially for all the brave men and women who put their line or put their life on the line and serving this country. I, I guarantee you that was not a military family. That's for sure. Because they would beat the hell out of that kid. Anyways, uh, the gray area says they use our flag to represent wanted freedom while the ignorant American citizens burn and turn their backs to it. You're 100% right about that. Mr. A, welcome to the show, my friend. And uh, the patient says, I remember the good old days where that kind of behavior earned you an ass whooping. Exactly. And just uh, since his mother didn't give him one, we'll give him one. Little fucker. Anyways. If you don't know how to parent, keep your damn legs closed, people. That's what I've got to say. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Was that was that a little bit too much? Was that a little over the top, Eric? I mean, you you sound like you did did, did well. Yeah. Okay. I I wasn't sure if I was being a little if that was a little too much or not, but I don't know. I try I try to be I try to be neutral, but some just some things just really tick me off. And uh, yeah, uh -huh. the mom needs an ass whooping tune. Uh, okay, we'll give the mom an ass whooping as well. <laughs> That's enough. We don't want to have to go out and buy a new whip. So one of, the, one of the things I was looking at, and this doesn't necessarily have to do with any particular story, but it was something that I wanted to educate myself on a little bit more. Because like I've said before, I'm not the, 
the smartest tool in the shed. Never have I said I am, uh, but I definitely am opinionated, as you guys all well know. But um, with the immigration situation going on at the border and, uh, you know, how this administration, you know, basically turning a blind eye to everything, I kind of wanted to do a little research on basically, you know, the Alamo and the fight for the Alamo way back in the day. And I I pulled up some stuff. I, I read a few things. And there's a book that is currently out on the. I think it's uh, over on Barnes and Noble. Not that I uh, promote any uh, thing from Barnes and Noble, but you know, um, the book that I'm re- re- making reference to is called "Forget the Alamo." And in the overview of the book, at the at the, I would say near the end of basically telling you what it is about, it says, "Quote: Forget the Alamo." provocatively explains the true story of the battle against the backdrop of Texas's struggle for independence, then shows how the sausage of myth got made in the Jim Crow South of the late 19th and early 20th century. As uncomfortable as it may be to hear for some, celebrating the Alamo has had an echo of celebrating whiteness. Okay, so remember that. It's all about celebrating whiteness, apparently. So I, I, del- I delved into this, and what I here's what I kind of got out of it, and I, I kind of highlighted some things uh, to share with everybody. And basically, what I took out of it, it has you know the whole thing about the Alamo and all that has nothing to do with race. Let's let's make that hundred percent clear. What it does have to do with what I think everybody should be taking a look at is how immigration, how Mexico allowed immigrants from the United States onto their land in a time where Mexico had ended slavery already, but they invited immigrants into their land, which is now called Texas, and allowed people from the United States to continue with their slavery, even though they don't allow it. They're like all about it. Just come because none of the Mexicans wanted to live up in the area uh, where it's now called Texas. So they needed, you know, they needed Americans to live there. So basically how it goes is that they allowed that to happen. They encouraged Americans and other foreigners to settle on their land. Uh, goes on to say, uh, Mexico also exempted the settlers for, from certain tariffs and taxes for seven years under the imperial colonization law of January of 1823. Moreover, though Mexico had banned slavery in 1829, it allowed American immigrant slaveholders to continue using labor of enslaved people. So they're, like I said, they're basically asking for anybody, anyone and everyone to come out there. And like I said, look at what's going, you know, if you see the parallels of what is going on now compared to back then, right? I mean, you have, you currently have an administration that is encouraging, you know, illegal immigration, to be honest with you. And everyone wants to say, oh, let's, we, 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 we need to remember our history and, and, and all of that. 
I don't care how someone in a book wants to spin a book. I mean, obviously, they want to say it's all about whiteness. It had nothing to do with whiteness and why this, why Texas become, became part of the United States eventually. It has nothing to do with race. It has everything to do with allowing immigrants to come in onto your land and then taking it from you. And I'm not saying, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that that's what's going to happen. But the more immigrants that you allow into a country, that's got to be a concern, especially when it's illegal immigration. I read some stories uh, from farmers that live on the border down in Texas. I mean, it's, it's bad news down there, folks. But I, I don't know. It's, uh, it, I just uh, I thought it was quite comical how this writer of uh, that book decided to say that, you know, the fight of the Alamo was all about celebrating whiteness. Cause I think that's a crock of shit, but that's just my own opinion. If you have uh, a differing uh, opinion of that, by all means, let me know. We'll see. Uh, we can find it out. Well, we won't find it out. We'll just talk about it. Anywho, what else, uh, Eric? Do you have uh, anything? Uh, I know uh, you forwarded me some other stories. I have a lot other stuff, but I need to take a break because I'm out of breath. Uh, um, I think of like the, the stories I had sent you. I can probably run them down in, in a nutshell by looking at the Twitter DMs. Um, I know like last week, um, I, oh, on Saturday, as a matter of fact, the, the leader of Fox News, Rupert Murdoch, um, in a damning tell-all book, is quoted as saying, F him, you know, we, we, we all know what the F, F means, um, that Rupert Murdoch gave the go-ahead to call Arizona for Biden on election night enraging Trump. And, and this is a story according to Business Insider. Um, and also, last week, C- Caitlyn Jenner you know, is joining a lawsuit to stop Gavin Newsom from getting Democrat ballot designation, I think, with the upcoming recall. And then a Business Insider also picked up a very interesting story that former Fox News anchor Megyn Kelly has signed a deal with SiriusXM to host a weekday talk show, as well as she also has her own podcast. Um, and um, Yahoo reported a story about Bill Cosby launches tirade against Howard University over Felicia Rashad reprimand and blames mainstream media for January attack on the U.S. Capitol. And, and then, of course, New York Times reported that Joe Rogan is too big to, you know, to be canceled. And that was right on the heels after his um, falling out with Carlos Mencia. Yeah, yeah. We talked a little bit about that before we left. Uh, yeah. And then a former White House physician says Democrats you know, should, you know, should, um, um, let me, let me see what the story story says. Um, I'm pulling it up. You know, like the former white house physician under the Trump administration, you know, you know, something, something about, um, Biden need to go through with like a, a cognitive test that physician says Democrats should follow through on cognitive demands and test Biden. And that, that was reported like when you uh, left for the 4th of July break. Yeah. Out, um, sorry, I have something. I was trying out uh, a drink from uh, Big Sexy. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is, but it was the taste. What is that? 
but it looks interesting. And I love that ca- casserole dish that he, he also made and took a picture of. Yeah, no, the, the casserole uh, this evening was delicious. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's my favorite spaghetti. It's like, oh, if you make me spaghetti, I don't care what you've done to me. or well, It kind of looked like a hash brown casserole. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, sorry, if Big Sexy, if I butchered it. No, no, it's okay. It was a spaghetti. It looked real cheesy. Yeah, it was a lot of cheese. Mm. I'll be paying for it later, but (laughs) I ate it. It was very delicious, that's for sure. Yeah, that's uh, one of the things as far as uh, speaking about uh, Gavin Newsom uh, and him trying to change California state law by uh, allowing him to designate himself as a Democrat uh, on the upcoming upcoming, uh, recall election. Mm. He's trying to get it to where he can change the law, make sure that people know that he's a Democrat. We were supposed to hear something about that today, but we haven't got a result from the judge on that yet today. Right. Uh, it was supposed to be out by uh, about two and a half hours ago, but that uh, has yet. Because. To be. Well, and then I think when I participate in these weekly meetings with our friends in the Free Think Institute, and for the record, they will be joining us again on July 26th, and I'm sure this and many of these topics we discussed tonight and in the days ahead, I mean, I'm sure that we'll make for some great talking points that will get discussed. And one thing that Ray said that was very interesting is usually in these recall elections, they usually do not fall in in favor of the incumbent, which is, of course, Gavin Newsom, um, because there's the possibility that, um, you know, you, you, we have to be prepared if, it, you know, if he want, were to win this recall, then then many people would already be speculating that he could easily win re-election next year in a landslide, or or if he uh, does lose in in this re- recall bid, and and say you know Caitlyn Jenner or somebody else um, is able to to successfully serve out the rest of this term, there's also the possibility he could come back next year and run again. Yeah, I, I have. Like I said, as much as I would love to see the governor leave office, mm-hmm. I really. I, unfortunately, I have bad news for all of our conservative friends here in California. I don't think it's going to happen. I think we have a, a, a base, a good base of uh, conservatives here in California that are making it very loud. Uh-huh. But it's overwhelmingly, I mean, just look, I mean, God only knows. I mean, we, you have to fight. Uh, number one, you have to make sure that the vote goes down without any cheating happening, obviously. That as is we, true. As we well know from November. But it's amazing the percentage of liberals that live here in the state of California. I just don't – I mean, I, I know things are bad. Gas prices are up. Uh, hell, taxes in general are up. But, you know, Gavin with his game show and all that with uh, the COVID vaccine lottery that he put out, uh, you know, he still might be California's darling. We don't know. And uh, I just – I'm not holding my breath uh, that he's going to be out of office. Um, but something has to change because he, living here in uh, this state, it's beautiful and all that. But the amount of taxation, I mean, it's like the worst state in the country to own a business. It really is. It's a, and, and that's why people are moving to Texas. That's why all of the, a lot of businesses are getting the hell out of here. There's no, there's no benefit of doing business here in this state. 
And I mean, you have a state that is okay. You know, you have cities in this state that are okay with producing needles and not for vaccinations, but for you to shoot up drugs. That's okay with them. I mean, these politicians, and it's not just here in California, and it's not just, you know, not just Democrats. It's, it's, it's the career politicians, both conservative and, and liberals, mm-hmm. that need to be out of here. Yeah, we had a vaccine, COVID-19 uh, vaccine lottery here in California. The governor gave away millions of dollars. I think it was uh, five people received over a million dollars apiece. I mean, that's it's pretty, pretty amazing. But at the same time, you know, you have a, a governor who's giving away millions of dollars to persuade people to take a vaccine that is not safe, where that money could be utilized. I mean, there's thousands upon thousands of homeless veterans here in the state of California, as there are across the entire nation. Uh, we're going to give people millions of dollars to take a COVID vaccine, and that's uh, okay. Our homeless veterans can stay on the street. Let's not worry about them. Oh, and in addition to that, while they're on the streets, let's make sure we put up illegal immigrants in hotel rooms and country clubs as well. Oh, it's okay. The homeless people can stay on the mm-hmm. street. That's, a, that's, that's the American way. Sad times, folks. And, you know, people in this country are okay with that because we, as a people, continue to put these pieces of trash in office. And until you start looking at things from a different perspective and realize that these same politicians that you continuously put into office term over term over term, some for up to over 40 years, what have they done for you? What have they done for your community? And isn't it time to find someone new, someone that really gives a shit about you and your community? Or are you going to continue putting the same old douchebag back in office, telling you every time they run for office, oh, well, we'll try to get this for you. We'll try this. We'll try. We'll try. We'll try. After 40 years of trying, sounds to me like you're unable to do the job. If you were in any other corporate America job, you would have been fired. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back, finish up the last half hour of the show. You're listening to the Slightly Serious Show on Monday. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right. Well, we're back for the last half hour. I was just uh, guzzling down at a, a dragon fruit smoothie with strawberries inside of it. Oh, and granola and cheese, I guess. I don't know about the cheese, but... Oh, yeah. Anyway, this is pretty Um, There's another story that kind of broke. I know I've missed a lot of the stories that I wanted to talk about tonight, but, you know, um, this is coming from the uh, Epic Times, and uh, the story reads the headline is DOJ retracts claim that it seized a, quote, fully constructed Lego set from accused Capitol rioter, right? The first thing is, is that it's amazing to me how 
what January 6th, right? That's almost six months ago. And there's still people that have not yet been arraigned that are sitting in prison still, right? Most of these people were unarmed. They were just in there protesting more peacefully than the people that were protesting out on the streets last year. But anyways, I'll digress from that. And uh, this guy, the uh, I'll read the article. The Department of Justice retracted its claim that it seized a fully constructed U.S. Capitol Lego set from an accused January 6th Capitol breacher. In a memorandum asking the court to order Robert Morse be held pending trial, prosecutors claimed that the law enforcement officials recovered a fully constructed U.S. Capitol Lego set while arresting the defendant. So they went to this guy's house, right, to arrest him because he was inside the Capitol on January 6th. And it still amazes me how, you know, the left love to continue to say how, oh, remember, 1-6. Kind of like, you know, remember how everyone says 9-11, we'll never forget. They're making January 6th the same thing, which is a crock of shit, if you ask me. I mean... Yeah, people uh, didn't really necessarily die by the hundreds and thousands, like unfortunately they did on 9-11. But you still want to say, oh, remember, January 6th, because that was such a big, big day in our country. But anyways, they go to this guy's house, arrest him, because, you know, you're a naughty guy. You were in the Capitol when you shouldn't have been. And oh, my God. You have a U.S. Capital Lego set. <laughs> they think the guy, like, utilizes Legos to plan the attack on the Capitol? <laughs> I mean, did he get his little Lego figurines? And, like, okay, you go down this corridor. I mean, come on. It's, it's, it's laughable. Anyways, in a memorandum, uh, like I said, they uh, tried to say that it was fully constructed. But as you can see here in the video, the entire thing was still in the damn box. He hadn't even put it together. Anyways, it says, quote, please note that after review of the photographs in the search, there appears to have been a miscommunication about that statement. Uh, and that statement appears to be inaccurate. The Lego set w was in a box and not fully constructed at the time of the search as pictured below. And uh, a lawyer representing Morris didn't respond to a request for comment. Morrison is in custody on charges, including civil disorder and violent entry of a building on Capitol grounds. Surveillance footage showed Morrison on January 6th pushing his way toward a line of officers guarding the lower west terrace doors of the Capitol. He then allegedly grabbed an officer's shield and passed it back to other members of the crowd. And uh, Morrison and other breachers ultimately entered the Capitol, as you guys well know. And uh, prosecutors alleged that if they let him go, he might pose a danger to the community and uh, present a flight risk if he's released. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, is, is, that where, is that the point where we're at? We got to make sure, oh my God, he's got a Lego set. So folks, if you're going to do something bad, make sure you don't have Lego sets, I guess. I mean, I mean what are they going to do next? If they found guns, are they going to charge him uh, for having, uh, is, is he going to be automatically convicted of uh, breaching the Capitol? And, uh, and having weapons on him as well because he has guns at home. <laughs> I don't know. 
the NSA, uh, can, yeah, the NSA is allowed to spy on, on Carlson Tucker. Yes, that's, that's okay. You know, cause he's a conservative, you know, I mean, it's just as bad as, uh, how earlier we talked about how the, the, uh, government is going to be, uh, basically perusing your text messages to make sure you're not talking any negative stuff about the vaccines. Curious on how you guys feel about that. You okay with, uh, uncle Sam and all his federal, uh, friends checking in on your text messages, folks. I mean, that's not invading. your privacy. Nope. I mean, I uh, think, I think that deserves a big hell no. Um, um, I wonder where the lady is saying hell no to that. Oh, hell no. Yeah, there she is. She always shows up. You know. <laughs> I know, right? Um, hmm? I knew she would come through for us. She always does. She's always, uh, I have her, she sits in the back. You know, she's waiting, always waiting for the appropriate time to appear on the show. And Angie, welcome to the show. It's good to see you. Chastity and Brand Plus Mindset Couch has entered. Uh, welcome. The gray area says apparently attacking an American flag to your, oh, attaching, not uh, attacking. Apparently attaching an American flag to your truck means you're part of what's wrong with our nation. Yeah, I've heard that too. I mean, not only that, but apparently if you uh, put a flag up in front of your house, uh, you must be racist. That's the newest thing, right? Pook. Pook says been doing it for years. There's nothing new. Oh, they've been doing it for years. There's nothing new. Yeah, maybe they're just being more brash about it. I don't know. Anyways, uh, while I was in Las Vegas, Eric, one of the things uh, uh-huh. Sexy and I kind of uh, learned about, I guess there's a new trend uh, coming. I don't know if it's just here on the West Coast. Maybe you guys can, uh, you guys in chat can help me out with this. But really, you know, all these uh, wonderful people who don't want to work for a living and uh, prefer to just sit at home and collect uh, unemployment insurance. Even if they are, you know, well, you know, if they're able-bodied people that can go out and make a living. Well, apparently there's a new thing going on for these lazy-ass people. And people are driving around. And tell me if you've ever seen this. And I saw it multiple times. And that's why I'm bringing it up. But apparently people are putting their Venmo accounts on their back windows of their vehicles. And basically panhandling, asking people to give them money. Have you anybody seen that? I've personally not seen that, but I would be wondering if is that a bit much? Um, are they do, do they realize that they could be potentially putting themselves at risk of some sort of I- identity theft or fraud or a- asking to be robbed at gunpoint? Yeah, I mean, I I mean the one there Just was saying. the one car. I think it was a female. Because she had a picture of her diamond ring and all that. Apparently, she was going to be getting married in the next couple of days. And she was basically bragging about how she's going out and getting all scandalous. And it's her last few days of quote-unquote freedom. And she's like, oh, Venmo me so I can continue to go out and party. <laughs> and he gave her her Venmo uh, name. And we tried to right. catch. We tried to capture a, uh, a snapshot of uh, one of them. But we were a little bit too late, obviously, as we were driving. Um, but yeah, that, I guess that's a new thing. I don't know. Uh, I, I like, like some kind of new fad or trend in other words. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hell, I, I, I don't know. I, I was thinking maybe we should just try it on our own just to see what would happen. If, if people would actually donate to it. I know. Right. <laughs> I don't know what I would put. And, and then, and then um, I think about it. I'm like, Hmm, I don't think it would go very well on a Mercedes though. 
I, I don't think it'd go well on a, a Toyota Corolla either, or yeah. or or like my brother and sister in law, like they have like a Chevrolet Traverse and a um, Ford Mustang, um, but they just traded in a, a Kia Sorento for the the Traverse. Or my brother's uh, my other brother Chuck, he's got a Ford F one fifty, and 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 of course he does a lot of like you know buy selling and trading with auto auctions where they take in repossessed vehicles. But uh, like I said, I don't know what that would look like. Um, I, I think it. I mean, I'm I'm content doing like the little UGA sticker on my back window, even though it's faded, or or a United We Stand bumper sticker. Right. But but to give my like personal like PayPal or Cash App handle, you know, thinking that people are going to donate to me, like. But the thing is, is you know, the people who are donating to to you, like, do you even know these people too? Well, the, these people that are trying to get money off of them, they don't care if they know them or not. They just want cash. <laughs> Um, or or I wonder if they're getting they they would be getting an idea from that guy you you saw on Twitch who was just steadily at getting donations like in in like the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, that would be nice. You know what I was? <laughs> I'm like, what if what if we did that? We'll put a, a we'll put a little Venmo thing on our on the back window of our car, and we'll put maybe if you're all about reparations, well, you might as well donate to me too. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. It's pandering at its best. It's like, just go out and earn what you want. Don't be begging people for money. My God. <sighs> I don't know. I thought it was very interesting. And uh, I don't know. God only knows what we're going to see next. What will people come up with next, Eric? What's the next thing? I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I, I would be almost at this point to say, don't know, don't care, because but me personally, I, I'm like that kind of person that I don't really like to, to ask for money unless, you know, I, I find myself in, in a troubling situation to where I have to break down and, and ask a family member or a friend for help. There, I like uh, Cummings' culture, I think, has nailed it. I think that's what we're going to have to go with. <laughs> says, put a stop Asian hate logo with Big Sexy's cash app. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if he would agree to that. Right? Hey, Pert. Better late than never. Welcome to the show, Pert. I uh, got your text message a little bit late, but welcome. It's good to see you. I hope uh, you and the the bee of the honey is doing well. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm having to update my iPad because it won't let me log in on Podbean. Oh, shocking. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. So uh, the, the last story we were just uh, talking about is uh, how... Uh, you know, I, I kind of gave you a preview of how the lazy people are have found another avenue in which to make some money. They're putting their Venmo uh, screen names on the back of their vehicles and asking people to give them money. What? Yeah, I, I saw it twice this, on this past trip. As they're driving their car. As they're driving their car, it's just you know how you know how like soccer moms and stuff like that. If there's a birthday party, they'll put something on their windows. It's the same. Except that they're just putting uh, Venmo me. <laughs> oh, God. That's so Jeremy, Jeremy came up with a great idea. Just put a uh, a little uh, thing uh, for you know stop Asian hate with Big Sexy's uh, Cash App on it. There you go. <laughs> right. Send me one of those stickers, will you? Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, uh, we'll make some for, we'll make some for all everyone in the show. Just uh, send us uh, over your Cash App, and we'll we'll get right on that. Jeez. Uh, I'm going to see if I can log in real quick. 
All right. Well, I think uh, Pert's going to go ahead and log in on his other iPad and uh, see how that works out. There we go. Um, there was another uh, another headline uh, from Epic Times that uh, basically says that people who recover from COVID-19 are at very low risk of reinfection. So that's good news. Myeri says, okay, there's supposed to be a huge stream of superheated gas or air from the sun to the earth that may hit tonight. Oh, I haven't heard about that one yet, Mary. Um, I'm not too sure about that. Oh, like a solar flare? Will, be, will it be something worth, worthwhile uh, capturing on, uh, on camera or photographing? Maybe we, maybe we can put the drone in the sky. We haven't used the drone lately. Now, the drone doesn't go to the moon there, Pert. Just It, it goes up uh, about, I don't know, 900 feet up in the air. That, that was my high to Cummings. But yeah, Mari's right. There, there is a solar flare it's supposed to be hitting. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he says he's standing outside because they say you're supposed to get more powers from it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the thing about the solar flare coming off the sun, you know, the thing that will really protect us here on Earth is the magnetosphere because of because of Earth's magnetic field, but but there's also the possibility it could dis, disrupt those like communication satellites if they are not positioned in a different area. So when is this supposed to happen? Like when the sun goes down? You, you can still be. You can still be. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, you got an echo, Pert. I think it went away. Oh, it, 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 we corrected it. Oh. Thank goodness. I forgot what time it was supposed to hit, but yeah, it's supposed to be a big one, but it's not supposed to really do any anything. Oh, okay. I was wondering if it'd be worthwhile getting the drone out and trying to capture something, but maybe not. Yeah, they said. I think they said the biggest effect would be an a, a, a increase in the uh, northern lights, the aurora borealis. Gotcha. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, I guess the, um, the, the biggest, uh, news story that we came out with, uh, Cummings let us know how the, uh, federal government's going to be perusing, uh, text messages, making sure that you're not talking bad about vaccines. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. That's crazy. And then we, uh, we also talked about, I, I would love to get your feelings on, you know, there's a lot of speculation about how um, the Capitol, over at the Capitol on January 6th, how they are alleging that uh, Lieutenant Byrd uh, was the person that shot and killed Ashley Babbitt. And I'm, I'm all about trying to get more information. Let's hear more evidence and, you know, let's make sure that we don't uh, put, the, put it on the wrong person and all that. Right. The main th- problem that I have is over the past couple of years, whenever an officer has shot and killed someone in our country, the news media and everyone else along with them automatically gets the name of the officer. Whether that's right or wrong, it's what has happened. That's been the norm. But in this, in this case, it's been over six months ago. Yeah. Not one damn peep of any officer's name Yep. And, you know, they want to say, oh, well, it's because we need to protect the identity of the person for the safety of them and their family. 
Now, under normal circumstances, I would be okay with that. If that was what the norm was, then fine. But obviously, all across this country, that's not what happens. Can, Why? can you remind me what, what race was that woman that was shot? Uh, she was white. She was oh. a Caucasian female. All right. All right. Just just putting the facts together. Well, it, well, I do. I mean, I, I have a question for you, though. Is, is it, is it, does it have to do with it being a race thing? Or is it a, a color as far as, you know, blue or red type thing? I think it's a race thing because anytime it's a different race, it's getting shot. They they're up in arms, riding in the streets and the news media is all over it. Like you said, posting officers names and everything else. So I, I think it's, it's, it's opposite of what they like to cover because it's not as, uh, I don't want to use the term heartfelt or tear jerking, but I mean, that's what comes to mind. You know, it's like, like I've said one time before, it's like, you know, like the hate crime moniker. You know, if one person beats up another person or assaults them in any manner, it doesn't really matter what race they are. It's hate. So right. why does it have right. to be a hate crime to make it worse? It's just as bad if it's white on white, white on black, black on white, red on yellow, whatever. So I, I think it just doesn't have the public pull or public emotion tied to it that it would if it was reverse situation like what we went through with George Floyd and that type of stuff. That's just my opinion, though. Right, but it's, it's one of those things, though, right? The same people that are out and, you know, quote-unquote, peacefully protesting uh, mm -hmm. across this great nation, it shouldn't matter to them, the race, because it's all about, it's all about equality, according to them, right? Uh, you know, we want to be equals and this and that. So yeah. why isn't there the same outrage? Where's the peaceful protesting, quote-unquote, <laughs> for Ashley Babbitt. Why aren't those same people that were out in the streets peacefully, quote unquote, protesting? Why aren't they out there protesting now? And yeah. like I said, uh, I, I, uh, Bert has kind of given his opinion. I'll leave that up to, uh, you know, you, the viewers and listeners, yeah. you can make your own assumptions as far as why I think we all know with, without having to talk about it. Hey, they're already carrying the banner BLM Babbitt's life matters. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. You know what that means? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, good one. Well, I, I think it's like um, had it had had it been been like the other way around. Like had Ashley Babbitt been black and the officer been white, I know that you know that you know that that they would be wanting the officer held accountable. But but since the officer is black and Ashley Babbitt is white, it's like that the, those that proclaim BLM and stuff, it's like they're nowhere to be found. They, they they believe that her murder was justified. Oh my God, Eric! With you bringing that up, I could only imagine. You know what? If if the roles were reversed and yeah, and it was like you said, there would be so much peaceful protesting going on at the Capitol that it would be worse than what happened on January sixth. Oh I'm, my Lord! I'm, I'm being <laughs> I, I it would be. I mean, come on, folks. Okay, yeah, on January 6th, people entered the, entered the Capitol building, okay? Um, it's, I, I was reading a story of how they were saying how uh, so many of the wonderful news media survived uh, the, you know, the Capitol riots and this and that and the other. I'm like, they survived? Really? I mean, uh, 
from what I understand, not not a single one of them was even injured. I mean, it's laughable. Yeah, I mean, you had a lot of you had a lot of those crisis actors and actresses there. But I mean, aren't they always there for every you know crisis similar to January sixth or nine eleven or or God knows what other you know you know national tragedy or crisis is to occur? Well, well, you know what, and where I'm going with this is, you know what. All the shit that happened on the streets of America all last year mm-hmm. were worse than what happened on January 6th. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we'll downplay that because that was peaceful protesting. Um, I think there was a lot more people killed in the streets and buildings being burned down during these peaceful protests versus what happened at the Capitol on January 6th. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, because, um, I mean, if you were to bring up like the Fourth of July weekend, you you had you had m- more kids and teens killed in Chicago and in other Democrat-run cities. But if you were are to bring that up, um, you know, you, you're looked at like I don't know what you're talking about, or or youth and and black on black crimes in these cities. They'd be like, what youth murders or black on black crimes? Mm. I'm glad you brought up Chicago. I have some very. You know, exciting, I have some very exciting news. Oh, the, oh like the mayor Beetle Beetlejuice. I mean, Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, the the racist mayor of Chicago, Mayor Lightfoot. She's made some progress. Maybe she's gone to some critical race theory classes or something because she actually met with a white person. She met with the president of the United States, Joe Biden. <laughs> I Good think for her, right? That should be that should have been the breaking news on CNN and everywhere that the racist Lightfoot has actually spoken words to a white person. I was very impressed when I heard that. Yeah, but Biden doesn't identify as white. <laughs> Does he even identify as being alive? Uh, I don't. I don't know. But did you see where his administration? You may have spoke about this. They're uh, they're saying that the uprising in Cuba is directly because of the COVID-19 situation and has nothing to do with the restrictions and sanctions Trump uh, administration put on them. Really? Yeah. I did not think okay. about that. Hmm. What are your thoughts on we, we, we spoke a little bit earlier tonight about Cuba. What are your thoughts on Cuba? You know, people, uh, you know, the, the news here is portraying it. Oh, the people are out there protesting on the streets because there's not enough COVID vaccines and not enough food. Yeah, I, I, do you buy it? Oh, hell no. I Do I think that that's part of what's going on? Yes. Do I think that's why they're protesting? No, they're protesting because they're fed up with a socialist regime that keeps them isolated from the rest of the world and won't, you know won't play by the rules with everybody else. So they've had it, you know, it's only a matter of time. And I think we've hit that. I think that the, the grip that they used to have uh, in utilizing the military to control their people, like China does, has gotten a little lessened after uh, Fidel's death and his brother Raul stepping down. Mm -hmm. I know that they're using the military to, to kind of calm this, but you know, days of old, oh, they would have squashed it and I just tried to calm it. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And uh, I don't think it's just food and COVID. It is much deeper than that. They they want they want to enjoy the luxuries that, that a lot of the other world can enjoy because they're not you know under that kind of regime. Yeah, and I, and I had made a comment about it. Uh, it has you know yeah you're right. I think it 
a small portion of that might be, you know, vaccines and food. But uh, when you have Cubans in the streets waving American flags, I don't think it has much to do about COVID vaccines. That tells you something. But Jeremy, are you back? Yeah, I'm back with another big one. Jenna Ellis just left the Republican Party. Jenna Ellis has left the Republican one of Trump's lawyers for his uh, election fraud cases. Yeah, she just left the Republican Party. Like she's done with the Republican Party. Now, why would she want to do that? Uh, Ronna McDaniel, uh, the uh, the GOP chair, the chairwoman of the GOP. Mm-hmm. RNC, yes. Uh, the RNC, whatever. She she's had a she's had a sketchy couple of days, man. She blocked Jenna Ellis on Twitter because Jenna Ellis was uh, talking about how Trump on March the third sent a cease and desist to the RNC for them to stop using his name and likeness for campaign and camp- for raising campaign funds and. Uh, I, I don't know the if it's the front. You were in the matrix there for a minute, Jeremy. I have no idea what's wrong with this internet. But anyway, I have no idea. But some people are alleging that Ronna McDaniel, Ronna, whatever her name is. Ronna McDaniel, yes. Yeah. They're saying that she is actually Mitt Romney's niece. Hmm. That I don't know. Unbelievable. Wow. Crazy. So what is, what is the fallout going to be from this, Jeremy? Trump may not be running as a Republican in 24 because did you see the letter? Did you see the uh, letter that he released on Barr earlier? I heard about that. I haven't uh, talked about it. Yeah, it's the, the things ain't. I don't know, dude. The Republican things so don't sound like they're adding up. No. Well, you know what I've said, and I'll say it again. I don't think it matters what Donald Trump runs as, whether it be an independent, Republican, Democrat. Uh, I think he would be elected no matter what he runs as. I don't know about it. Would you agree with that? Anybody else agree with that? No, I don't. I don't think he'd be elected as a Democrat. You don't think so? No, he. I don't. I don't even think he would get the nomination as a Democrat. Hmm. Oh, you remember they got super delegates over there because Bernie was beating Hillary's ass, and they had to come up with a way, with a way for her to cheat. Yeah, that's true. So they created super delegates. They got super delegates. Super, super, super. It's almost like we have super fans. Did, did you know we have super fans now? Oh yeah, Eric. Eric, Eric was my first super fan. Oh, no, 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 Torch no, no, beat no. me first. Yeah, Torch. Torch was my first super fan. Very good. Well, and uh, Lady Me and Ralph beat me on slightly, but um, let me see who else is by that on, on there. Yeah, yeah, it looks like us three, but I think that could change. Um, I guess if Mike decides to be a super fan here and at your show and over at Old Man and DeVito's. Yeah, it's, I don't know what the hell it's all about, but uh, we'll, we'll dig into that and figure out what extras and features and all that we get to provide you guys for being super. You get cheaper. Um, you get cheaper. Uh, you get cheaper gold beans. Oh, right on. Yeah, um, instead of uh, instead of having to pay seven gold beans, you get to buy. I think you get to buy some gifts for one gold bean. Wow, that's uh, it, it's the high. Um, you, you have like the option of a, a one month worth ten beans, a three months worth twenty five beans, or a twelve month 
worth 70 beans. Um, and of course, and the, and the gold, gold bean features, you have the high, the OMG, agree, celebrating, lit, hearts, LOL, sad, thumbs up and pray. Like I'm going to do the thumbs up to slightly right now. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we need a lot of praying going on in this country. That's all. Oh my well, God. I didn't have five beans to do the pray. <laughs> it's a way but, for the, pretty much what I think this super fan stuff It's a is. money grab. Well, it's a money grab, but it's what the hell? Oh, Any, what was that? I have no idea. It's somebody screaming like a damn banshee or something. I think Sasquatch is over there in the fucking woods. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, uh, this super the super fan thing. I think it's Podbean's way of trying to fix the trolling while trying to make money at the same time. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully, they'll make uh, figure something out. But mm-hmm. at least we haven't been kicked off yet. So that's good. And uh, they they resolved our echo problems. So. Thumbs up Thank goodness. At least you're on the schedule when you go live, Dark Bear. Poor guy, man. Oh, he's been getting censored and shadow banned like crazy. Um, they don't uh, and even I know him on the schedule. Don't even show him that he's live, Dark Bear. Just tell him you're gay and you don't appreciate the <laughs> <food. laughs> um, Oh, and okay, can tell you this. And Torch and and Mike Tampa Bay and and a few other friends that have been in his shows that are able to get in. But I know you, you Jeremy, have tried getting in his show, but for some reason the pod be not one won't let you thanks for joining the uh super fan club there mary i appreciate that young lady and uh bless your heart for that and uh and if you haven't already for those of you who haven't uh headed over to d live make sure you check that out as well we uh we have some great uh video type stuff coming up uh this later this week so the only way you're going to get to see it is by heading over to d live uh d live what is it d live dot tv forward slash slightly underscore serious and subscribe over there. You can get video replays of the show as well. And uh, Cubella says, I only get to most of DB's shows because of you, Eric. Oh, yeah, Twitter and Discord. But uh, I don't know. I think it's... Well, Crazy Lady gets in there and Crazy Kane does too. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'm going to go uh, start uh, seeing if we can capture, I don't know, this flare or something like that. Um, and uh, we'll see if we can. Ca- we'll get. The, we'll put the drone in the air and see if uh, anything exciting pops up. And if it does, we'll uh, show it to you guys tomorrow night. I want the. I want the power of invisibility. I claim it. I'm. I've been standing outside ever since she said that. The power. I thought you were going to be Superman. Well, it doesn't matter, dude. I'm telling. No, like I heard about it, but I had completely forgot about it until she said something. There were people like. There's apparently like, you know, I get on that stupid shit. Yeah, and yeah. I got on. Uh, it was a it was a TikTok video of of this dude claiming he was a time traveler from like 2074, some stupid shit. Okay. And he said, and he said, on this date of the solar flares, uh, there will be eight people worldwide who will receive superpowers. And I was dying laughing, telling my <laughs> telling my wife that I was going to get the. I told my wife I was going to get the. Well, I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I told my wife I was going to get the horse dick superpower, and she told me she better I better find somewhere else to stick it because nothing like that was going on. <laughs> <in my head. laughs> oh my! Nothing like never mind. I'm not even going to say it. Anyway, <laughs> be real life Donkey Kong. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> um, hey, I, I bet Chuck and Billy from Chuck and Billy's not your cup of tea or Scooter and Spanky from the Beans and Winnie show would love that. Donkey dong. 
This uh, ain't no Donkey Kong. It's the Chinese ripoff version, Donkey Dong. Oh, speaking of Chinese, I almost forgot about this. I need to find this before we head out. Well, maybe I'll... Uh, well, I'm going to tell you about it without reading the article. So, you know how we've made conjectures and how we believe uh, you know, COVID-19 was manufactured in the Wuhan lab. And speaking of manufacturing things and doing scientific experiments, I was reading the other night how scientists over in China are fucking way off their rockers because what they've been experimenting with in the past, I don't know, year or so, which I don't think I've seen anywhere in the mainstream media or anything like that, but they've been experimenting with making a male be able to have babies. You heard that right. They want, they are trying to put it together to where men can have babies. And what they're doing is they're utilizing rats for this. And um, I, I have sad news to say, but they were successful in this attempt uh, by allowing a male rat to carry babies. Well, that's one way to assure you get more brown people in the world. Unbelievable. They're all going to have to be butthole babies of men, Gary. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, I'm serious. So so here, here, here's, here's how it happened, right? So they basically had to uh, take away uh, they, three, three female rats, you know, unfortunately had to go bye-bye because they needed to take the parts from the females and put them onto the male rat. And, uh, you know, that's how we had uh, a male have some babies. But I, I was just thinking about this. Um, how the why in the hell are they trying to do experiments like that? It's uh, it's very very disturbing if you ask me. Um, there's no, I mean, I don't know. So slightly, I mean, when you get are the ones that are supposed to bear children. That's so who's, so who's so who's getting knocked up? You're big sexy. Oh, um, no. oh hell no! <laughs> mm. Neither, neither. Mm -mm. Um, I, I would think more than likely if if you and Big Sexy did have children, y'all would probably be willing to save up like ten or twenty thousand dollars to hire a surrogate. But I don't know whether you'd want to throw that money away or not on that. If I if I ever have a child, or Big Sexy and I have kids, um, you know that thing that we talked about uh, about how people are putting their Venmo on the back uh, windows of their cars. Uh, we'll be having that like a year or two in advance just to start saving up. So if a man has a baby, would they have to use X-Lax to induce labor? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to ask the, we'll have to ask the Chinese scientists. If his, if his water breaks, does that mean he has explosive diarrhea? I mean, I'm just wondering. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> But uh, but I think I think slightly a big sexy would have to do vigorous background checks on perspective like surrogates, right? Oh yeah, that uh, I don't know. We've talked about. It, I don't know. I, I'm I, speaking I, from experience here. I think we, <laughs> I think we. My grandpa talk. carried me upside down for nine months. Everybody, he thought I was a one-eyed kid. He thought I was a cyclops. <laughs> 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 I think I think, we just, I think we would just adopt. But uh, yeah, it's it's very disturbing the, the uh, types of uh, experiments they're doing in China. But uh, you know, I'm sure the world is very happy that uh, you know Dr. Fauci and the gang uh, 
contribute to gain of function and uh, all that kind of good stuff. Anyways, we're going to uh, wrap things up. Jeremy, it's uh, good to uh, hear from you. And uh, we'll have to find uh, some solutions to uh, the earlier stuff that we were talking about. Yeah. I'll be in touch with you about that. Yeah, we're going to have to find some solutions on how the fuck you're going to get pregnant, too. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll work on that as well. Uh, C-section for sure. That's what Lady Me said. <laughs> would it be more like hemorrhoid All right, surgery? Jeremy, I gotta uh, go. I'll talk to you at you later, buddy. I gotta go. It would be more like hemorrhoid surgery. <laughs> yeah, um, Our hemorrhoid for the night has, has left. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyways, uh, producer Eric, uh, actually, uh, Pert, are you uh, are you there still? Yeah, I'm still here. Yes, Pert. I am. Your turn. I'm here. All right. Well, uh, I just wanted to uh, go around the table. Uh, any uh, last thoughts or final thoughts or any uh, anything you'd like to say before we head out? Let's see, what would I like to say? Everybody, Wayne Chung tonight. I guess I don't know. Oh, there you go. I like that. Everybody wants <laughs> Lady Me. I'm back in Los Angeles because I think she wrapped up her vacation down there. What about you, producer Eric? Well, I think we had a good time tonight, but we look forward to doing um, back-to-back trivia nights Tuesday and Wednesday. So that means friends of the Slightly Serious Show have um, two chances at winning big. Um, are they going to dethrone Pertwee, or is Pertwee going to um, double up his winnings? You, you, we'll find out Tuesday and Wednesday, but in the meantime, we'll you know we'll still hang out at the other Podbean shows and come back tomorrow night, right? That's what we'll do. We'll uh, definitely uh, be in with everybody. We'll be back here tomorrow night at uh, nine thirty Eastern Time, six thirty Pacific. Uh, make sure you check us out over on Fascist Book. Make sure you're uh, subscribed to our Twitter as well. Uh, slightly at slightly serious. In addition to checking out the website, www.slightlyshow. Dot com and uh, head on over to the D Live because that's where it's at, where you can earn some. I don't know. Oh, lemons. That's what it is. Lemons, lemon drops. We like to drop lemons to all of our yeah. listeners over there. So you hit us up over there, dlive.tv forward slash slightly underscore serious. But uh, hopefully, you guys have a great rest of your evening. It's good to be back, and we'll see you again manana. Until then, have a great one, everybody, and thanks for joining. Good night, all. Love you and God bless you, everybody. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show.